Welcome to the Punching Back Podcast. Today, I want to take some time to address this idea that the Bible is a discriminatory book. While this is not a new idea, something happened in my home state of Texas last month that brought this idea to my attention, and I'd be remiss if I didn't take time to talk about it. So, without further ado, let's get started. So, right before kids went back to school at the beginning of August, a school district in Keller, Texas, which for those of you who are not familiar with the state of Texas, Keller is a small city um, just north of Fort Worth um, in northern Texas. Um, And Keller Independent School District instructed their schools to remove any book that was challenged last year by parents, concerned citizens, etc., Um, from the library shelves of the schools within that district so that the district could review the books. They like set up an independent board um, that was going to go through each of the books and review them for content before they would return them to the library shelves. Now, some of the books that were challenged should not be in a library for children, um, but I'm not here today to argue for or against each specific book on the list. I'm not even here to discuss whether Keller ISD's decision to look at each book is right or wrong, though I do have my opinions about that. However, I do want to talk about the challenge that was made regarding the Bible. So, the Dallas Morning News is where I first saw this story. And they reported that the Bible was challenged due to its, quote, sexual content, violence, including rape, murder, human sacrifice, misogyny, homophobia, discrimination, and other inappropriate content, end of quote. Now, there is a lot in that statement, and we don't have time to look at everything, but I do want to talk about the discrimination and misogyny aspect of that statement. Um, But before I dive into that, I just want to say one thing that I feel like is really important to understand. Woke or leftist ideology is a religion. It is. There's no denying that. And its followers desperately want their religion to be and believe that their religion should be the predominant religion of the world. But they recognize that in order for their religion to become the predominant religion of the world, they must do either one of two things. Either they must convince everyone to convert to their religion by choice, or they must dismantle the current system or structure so that there is no choice but to convert. So if you're wondering if the people making these crazy statements about the Bible actually believe what they're saying, I would say yes, they most likely do. But whether they believe it or not is inconsequential. Ultimately, they know that tearing down the Bible is essential if they are ever going to get their ideology to stand out. As long as Christianity and the Bible are here, their ideology is never going to be able to take hold, and they know that, so they have to tear it down. So anytime you hear statements against Christianity or against the Bible, understand that that is where they are coming from. But now I want to consider whether there's any truth to this discrimination and misogyny um, issue that this complaint raised. Um, But first, we have to define misogyny um, for people who may not know what that is. Um, The dictionary definition is misogyny is the dislike of, contempt of, or ingrained prejudice against women. So basically, if you're a misogynist, 
you hate women. To be fair, I think all of us would agree that there are misogynistic people in the world today. Um, Were there misogynistic people at the time the Bible was written? I'm sure there were. Um, Humanity is sinful and broken. We know that. And as long as sin is in the world, there there will be people who believe, say, and do sinful things, things that are not right. Um, it's always going to be that way until Jesus comes back. But the question here is whether the Bible is inherently misogynistic. And the answer to that question is no. Misogyny is not even a consistent theme within the pages of the Bible. In fact, it's the complete opposite. The Bible is full of stories about God working through women and showing women compassion and grace. Actually, along this line i just finished reading not long ago um mothers and daughters of the bible speak by shannon bream um from fox news it was just a powerful book about how god uses women repeatedly in the bible i mean look at the stories of ruth esther mary elizabeth sarah the woman at the well in john chapter 4 the woman caught in adultery in john chapter 8 and i could go on and on and on There's so many examples of God using women. The Bible is not a misogynistic piece of literature. Um, It's not. Um, And Galatians 3.28 says, There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is no male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Now, the proponents of the idea that the Bible is fraught with misogyny confuse distinguishing the roles of men and women with the idea that one is prejudiced against women. Or maybe confused is not the best word. They're not confused in all actuality. They simply don't like to read or hear anything they might suggest their ideology is flawed. Furthermore, they want to convince the rest of the world that the alternative to what they have to offer is unfair, harmful, and oppressive. In other words, Christianity is unfair, harmful, and oppressive. But let's turn our attention to this idea that the Bible is discriminatory in general. Okay, this is also a lie. If you look at Jesus's ministry throughout the New Testament, you see that he ate with the outcasts, he healed and touched the unclean, he was a friend to the oppressed, and he ultimately died for every single person. Romans 2 tells us that God shows no partiality. That's a sentiment that's echoed throughout scripture. 1 Samuel 16 tells us that God looks at the heart, not at outward appearance then we as Christians are reminded in James 2 not to discriminate or show partiality. In fact, James 2.9 says, If you show partiality, you are committing sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. The truth of the matter is that if I read every single non-discriminatory statement in the Bible on this podcast, we would be here until next month. The Bible is not a discriminatory book. The Bible speaks out against discrimination. The Bible is centered around this idea that we are all one in Christ. As I said before, the followers of this leftist religion are doing everything they possibly can to convince you that the Bible and God are unfair and oppressive. And to what end? So that you and I turn to their religion because their religion is inclusive and open and nothing ever goes wrong there. But let me caution you of all the lies that we are told and we are told many every single day. This lie is one of the most destructive, and we must punch back whenever we encounter it. Don't fall for it. Stand for what you know is true. 
stand for what the Bible actually says. And as I've just shown you, the Bible is adamantly against any form of discrimination. Do your own research, pick up your Bible, read it, and you will see that it is not what they say it is. And I sincerely hope that the school district of Keller, as they review um, the Bible, that they would come to that realization. Um, And if not, I hope a whole bunch of parents stand up at the school board meeting and make a stink about it. Because of all the books that are written, the Bible is probably the most safe. It is the most safe. And it's the most important. Well, thank you all for listening to this episode of the Punching Backed Podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, to stay up to date on all that is coming, be sure to follow me on social media at RebeccaHowell00. And be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. Well, I hope you all enjoy your long Labor Day weekend. I'll see you here next Friday. But until then, always remember to punch back. <laughs>